Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Good evening and thank you for joining us. Nora is off. I'm Tony DeCopel. We're going to begin tonight with breaking news on two weather emergencies now threatening much of the South and the West. Right now, 30 million Americans are bracing for high winds, powerful storm surge, and as much as a foot of rain from a system that's gaining steam in the Gulf. Tonight, there are tropical storm warnings and flood watches from Louisiana to the Florida panhandle and as far inland as Atlanta, with some coastal communities fearing flash flooding just weeks after being inundated by devastating rains. Meantime, in the West, there is no sign of rain where it is desperately needed. 40 million people are sweltering tonight, living under a so-called heat dome that's melting high temperature records and making dangerous drought conditions even worse. From California to Arizona, the blast furnace of hot air is putting pressure on electrical grids and water supplies heading into the holiday weekend. CBS's Lonnie Quinn is standing by with the latest on where that tropical storm system is heading. But first, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is going to lead off our coverage from California, where tonight there is no relief from that heat. Good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, Tony. And while there are ways to escape the heat, there is no easy way out of this drought. Scientists say the West is the driest it's been in more than 125 years. They predict more heat waves this summer will only make conditions worse. Tonight, the Southwest is doing whatever it takes to keep cool in this unrelenting heat. It is 109 and there was nowhere else for us to go. It's hot. Excessive heat warnings issued for five states where temperatures have been shattering records all week. Salt Lake City, Utah, 107 degrees. Las Vegas, Nevada, 116. Palm Springs, California, matching its all-time high of 123. 
and more mega heat waves are on the way. The National Weather Service is predicting most of the country will likely experience above average temperatures over the next three months, making it an even deadlier summer. More than 700 heat-related deaths occur each year in the United States, according to the CDC. In Tucson, Arizona, where it's reached 115 degrees, Border Patrol agents are posting this video, urging migrants not to risk their lives by crossing illegally. No lo intentes. Meanwhile, extreme drought conditions continue to fuel western wildfires, like this one that erupted in Chico, California overnight. Scientists say soil moisture in many spots is at its lowest level in more than 125 years, creating tinderbox conditions. Residents in California and Texas are being told to conserve energy to avoid overwhelming the power grid and risk rolling blackouts. California's governor encouraging everyone to do their part. Race. The temperature on your thermostat to 78 degrees. Close your blinds before you go to work. Energy, just use a little common sense. And health officials are warning people to stay inside during the heat of the day. The pavement and the sand is so hot in parts of the West that doctors are reporting seeing patients with second to third degree burns on their feet. Tony. Very concerning stuff. Jonathan, thank you very much. CBS's Lonnie Quinn is following the heat and that storm in the Gulf. Lonnie, good evening. Is any relief coming to the West? Yeah, you got to be patient. It'll get here by, say, Sunday night into Monday. But sit tight and you got to talk about the big numbers right now. Every number on the board there, you're looking at record heat out there in Manhattan, Kansas, 104 degrees today. Tomorrow, I'd focus my attention for the record setting heat, like around California. Fresno hits 110 degrees. On Sunday, all right, here's where the change begins. A front drops into the area. It's a cold front. And by Monday, you're into a much cooler air mass. So St. Louis today, about 100 degrees. St. Louis on Monday, temperatures maxing out in the 60s. Now I do want to look at tropical cyclone number three, threatening the Gulf Coast states. It's a tropical cyclone right now. I think very shortly this will probably become tropical storm Claudette with, you know, say 45 to 50 mile per hour winds as it comes on shore. And then it sort of circulates through the Tennessee Valley all the while. It's putting down a lot of rain. This is a storm that is a rainmaker, not so much a big windmaker. We're talking eight inches to maybe a foot of rain, and that's on top of areas that are running a surplus with rainfall, about one to two feet right now. So flooding, think, I think, Tony, is the biggest concern. Lonnie Quinn tracking it all. Lonnie, thank you very much. Today, President Biden said he hopes the U.S. is heading into a bright summer compared to last year's. But with COVID vaccinations slipping, he has a warning for Americans who have not gotten their shots. A dangerous new variant could put them at serious risk. CBS's Nancy Cordes reports now from the White House. What we're seeing is a truly American accomplishment. With his July 4th goal slipping away, President Biden touted a different milestone today, 300 million shots in arms in his first 150 days. If you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, get vaccinated now, now. Don't put it off. It's free. The president had hoped to get 70% of U.S. adults at least partially vaccinated by Independence Day. But the country is sitting at 65% with just 16 days to go. In Georgia, where the rate is even lower, the vice president framed the choice to get the shot in biblical terms today. It's also about love by neighbor. Right? And that is what the vaccine is about, too. The push has taken on new urgency as a highly contagious new variant sweeps through the country. 
The Delta variant has now been detected in 49 states and is responsible for 10% of new U.S. cases. It's a bat virus. It's a bat. Dr. Paul Offit expects that percentage to climb quickly and notes that studies show the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine is only 33% effective against this variant. The millions of people who now have only gotten one dose are at risk, especially against these variants, especially against the Delta variant. A new poll finds 34% of Americans think restrictions in their area have been lifted too quickly, while 27% think they weren't lifted quickly enough. Could the Delta variant force us back into lockdown? I don't think so because so many people have already been vaccinated, but with the Delta variant can cause more people to die in areas where people have not been vaccinated. And Nancy Cordes joins us now. So, Nancy, I want to touch on another story that came up today. The president was asked about the push by some Catholic bishops to deny him communion because of his support for abortion rights. How did he respond? He did not want to engage on the issue, Tony, saying only that it is a private matter and that he doesn't think that he'll be denied communion. The Archbishop of Washington has sided with him on that, but the debate within the church continues. President Biden is the nation's second Catholic president and attends mass regularly, Tony. Conversation continues. Nancy, thank you very much. Now to some disturbing video of a shooting that played out on a New York City sidewalk. Watch as a gunman chased down a victim Thursday, firing as the man barreled over two children. The man was shot in the back and both legs. The children were caught in the middle of it, but remarkably were not hurt. Police are also looking for a second man who drove the shooter away on a scooter. Tonight, we're learning new details in that terrible road rage shooting in California that left a kindergartner dead. The main suspect may have had another altercation just a week later. He and his girlfriend went before a judge today, and CBS's Carter Evans has more on all of it. Dennis Perez is a uh, complete danger to the community. Strong words from the judge today for 24-year-old Marcus Eriz. He's charged with killing six-year-old Aiden Laos in an act of road rage on a California freeway. Investigators say his girlfriend, 23-year-old Winnie Lee, was driving the car and helped cover up the crime. Both pleaded not guilty. Eddie's demonstrated a fondness for firearms on Instagram, and now prosecutors say he cannot control his temper. New court documents reveal Eddie's admitted to police he was angry after being flipped off by the boy's mother, so he grabbed his loaded Glock 17 and took a shot at her vehicle. The bullet struck Aiden, strapped in a booster seat on his way to kindergarten. Less than a week later, prosecutors say Eddie's again took out his gun and brandished it to another driver. Uh, the court finds very alarming, uh, very alarming. While police were searching for the shooter, Eddie's was approached by a co-worker who recognized his car. Prosecutors say he then hid the vehicle, shaved his beard, and tied back his long hair. I am going to set no bail. Bail for his alleged accomplice, half a million. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. There is news tonight from North Korea. Kim Jong-un has warned his government to be prepared for a confrontation with the United States. But what really caught the world's attention is the sudden change in Kim's appearance. We get more now on all of it from CBS's David Martin. Kim Jong-un holds all the power in North Korea, and because that power includes nuclear weapons... His every public appearance is scrutinized for clues to what is really going on inside his hermit kingdom. One thing for sure, 
He's losing weight. CBS News consultant Bob Carlin has watched Kim battle obesity over the years. He was um, pretty seriously overweight, and now he's heading back down. You can see it not just in his face, but on his wrist, where his watch band seems to have been taken in another notch. Is he simply leading a more healthy lifestyle, or are his genes starting to catch up with him? Both his grandfather and his father died of uh, heart problems. In his speech, Kim said North Korea must remain ready for war. But he also seemed ready for negotiations with the Biden administration. He talked about what he called the evolving policy of the new U.S. administration. He sounds as if he's saying things are moving in the right direction. But U.S. intelligence has warned, quote, Kim remains strongly committed to nuclear weapons. These efforts could include the resumption of nuclear weapons and intercontinental ballistic missile testing. Kim's real intentions remain a mystery, but it's safe to say that while he's losing weight, he's also gaining nuclear weapons. Tony? That's concerning. David Martin for us. David, thank you very much. Turning now to another U.S. adversary that is edging closer to becoming a nuclear power. Tonight, Iran is expected to take a sharp turn to a hardline government in an election with important implications for the U.S. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports now from Tehran. Here's the man likely to be Iran's next president, Ibrahim Raisi a hardliner and protege of the supreme leader whose supporters are mainly working class and conservative. When we asked one of them why she liked him, an election official interrupted. What are you saying to her? To make sure she stayed on message. You told me you were voting for Mr. Raisi yes. and that he'd done good things for the country. What, yes. what things? You know, actually at first he's very honest and he cares about the poor people. But Raisi has little to offer millions of young people who long for reform, or the middle class hurting in an economy crippled by American sanctions. Pro-democracy activists urged them online not to vote, and it appears they stayed away in droves. This polling station in central Tehran should have closed. 10 minutes ago, but authorities are so concerned about turnout that they've just decided to keep it open as long as it takes to capture every last ballot. If Raisi does squeak to victory, he'll be the first Iranian president to take office already under sanction by the United States, in part for heading the brutal crackdown on protesters in 2009. Raisi has said that he would respect a return to the nuclear deal, but if he wins, Iran's relationship to America is likely to get more confrontational. Tony? Liz Palmer for us in Tehran. Liz, thank you very much. Juneteenth celebrations took place across the country today. For the first time, it's a federal holiday. The events marking the end of slavery, including a flag raising in Framingham, Massachusetts. There are also concerts in Madison, Wisconsin, and several other cities. And proclamations were read in Richmond, Texas. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A city in Japan was terrorized today by a wild brown bear. The bear was seen wandering through Sapporo and attacked several people. One reportedly suffered serious injuries. Then the bear forced its way into a military camp, knocking down a soldier at the gate. It later climbed a fence at Sapporo's airport, which was forced to shut down. Eventually, the bear ran into a forest where it was shot and killed by hunters. There's a mystery tonight in western New York State. Amazon boxes, more than 100 of them, have arrived at Jillian Kanan's house. The small business owner didn't order them, but they kept coming. Inside were thousands of plastic bracelets used to support face masks. She donated some to a hospital, and Amazon finally straightened things out so she won't get any more phantom packages. There's a long-running debate on whether athletes should be considered role models. CBS's Steve Hartman might just settle that once and for all. Here's tonight's On the Road. For 14-year-old Caleb Pruitt of Jacksonville, Florida, who has Down syndrome, exercising anything other than his thumbs was never a passion. He could barely cross a pool, couldn't ride a bike without help, and saw the treadmill as little more than a novelty. Karen is his mom. So triathlon wasn't on your list of things for Caleb to do? It was not on our list, no. <laughs> At least, not until Caleb met 21-year-old Chris Nickich. Did you like him when you met him? Yes, I did. What did you like about him? Super cool, he said, and you can see why. Last year, Chris competed in that grueling 140-mile swimming, biking, and running race known as the Ironman. The first person with Down syndrome to ever cross the finish line. If there was a poster with Chris on it, it would be in Caleb's room. But what Chris did next was even more Herculean. He took this young fan under his wing, became a mentor, worked out with him, and planted a dream. Just the fact that he was so warm and inspiring helped Caleb realize that these are things that I could do too. Can got energy. and did. Go, Caleb! Last weekend, Caleb finished his first mini triathlon. He is believed to be the youngest person with Down syndrome to ever do so. I've been selected. He also received an invitation to compete on Florida's Special Olympics triathlon team. The same team Chris is on. Do you want to be like Chris? Yes. You know what? What? I think you are like Chris. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Is that like the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, yes. What? Heroes come in many different shapes, sizes, and abilities, but they all have the same superpower, to lift the hopes of others. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. Sunday on Face the Nation, guests include former National Security Council Russia expert Fiona Hill, Congressman Adam Schiff, and Lonnie Bunch, the secretary of the Smithsonian Institution. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. A happy Juneteenth to all of you and a very happy Father's Day this Sunday to all the dads out there. Nora O'Donnell will be back next week. I'm Tony DeCopel. I'll see you on CBS this morning, Monday morning. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good night.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.